Welcome, everyone, to a perhaps the. Am I, am I coming in too hot? Oh, you're coming in faint. I'm. Uh, faint. I'm upping the volume here. Oh. Did you uh, say red red leader? Uh, getting right. into Star Wars. I just said welcome, everyone, uh-huh. and then and it went completely off the rails. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, how's it going with these levels? Pretty good, pretty good. Yeah. Feel, Just a touch faint, but I can uh, a, a touch faint. Should I? I can, per- I can perk my ears up, and that'll solve. Should I project more? <laughs> yeah. Visualize yourself as Pavarotti. Uh, just embrace. Reach down into my balls and yeah. deliver the takes. Old Man River. That's that's a big operatic theme here in, in the Mississippi uh, basin. You know the west western Tennessee floodplain. Uh, the I guess the Mississippi borders Iowa. Yeah. To the um, east is that correct? Quad cities and so forth. Yes, right, right on. Right. We we are uh, uh, the deltas in in Canada. I think, isn't it? Uh, maybe or it, I I know it's somewhere near uh, like Minneapolis. So it goes at least that far. Oh, uh, but. Um, do you guys sing about Old Man River? Like, do you, do you have this uh, culture well, of? Uh, uh, I I thought uh, Mark Twain, you know, uh, the the Mississippi. Does that does that resonate with the state in terms of? Well, Mark Twain would would be something we'd study in school, uh, but uh, so now you're coming in a touch louder. Coming in what? Louder. Son of a bitch. So I'm pairing you back on my side. Uh, we haven't even introduced the show. Well, we're uh, talking about the Mississippi River. I, I like this topic. Uh, okay, well, we'll just... But do you guys uh, have a connection to the Mississippi River there in Iowa with it on the border? Like, sh- Sure. I mean, there's... there's the, writing, the, border. the writings of Mark Twain, you know, uh, they were on the river. Well, it used to be amazing. I mean, the port of Mississippi, you know, there's a lot of stuff that travels up and down the river. Yeah. Uh, I, I did not read. Uh, in fact, I should be ashamed to admit this, but I have not read, I think, a single book by Mark Twain uh, in my lifetime. It's not like they weren't out there. I just never read them. Like, I have friends who regularly chastise me because I haven't read... Tom Sawyer or Huck Finn. Yeah, one of those two, the kid and um, a black man, yeah. uh, have like a raft and they're out on the river doing things. And we uh, his name is N Word Jim. Could be. Uh, yeah. I, I don't. I don't remember. I just know that they were kind of friendly, but at a certain point. Uh, the black character is like, hey, you, you know, you don't know my experience. Right. Uh, 
But the, the Mississippi itself was, was almost a character, uh, as it well, were. Well, here's what I'll say is the Mississippi, what we know about the Mississippi is it's far cleaner than the Missouri. The, uh, the Missouri's known as the Muddy Mo. Is that in Iowa somewhere? Yeah, it's on the other oh, side. It's on the okay. west side All right. between Iowa and Nebraska. Yeah. Uh, it's a dirty river. They're all dirty rivers. I mean, uh, Iowa Iowa waterways are filthy with farm chemicals and sure. runoff and stuff. But I'd like to just welcome everybody to the show like 12 minutes in. This is Talking Paragraphs with uh, your hosts, unemployed Des Moines journalist Daniel Finney and regretfully employed Memphis accountant Memphis yeah. Fall yeah. Uh, he becomes more regretfully employed every day as you, you, you continue to meet higher and higher up members of the company are like oh you're the one who tried to quit <laughs> they just they, la- they laugh at your inability to quit sure uh, so uh, yeah we have the Mississippi River here there's uh-huh. the port of the port of Dubuque. Yeah, uh, that's really all I know about it. I know you you're you were at the Delta. I don't know what. Uh, uh, the Delta, I think, is more. Um, I thought the Delta was in New Orleans. Um, oh, okay. We we have a uh, Memphis and May festival, which is a, a yeah. barbecue festival, and um, yeah, you used to go out to that and hit on girls. There was a series of events that different restaurants will have foods from the host country. You decorate your your um, your little booth based on the host country. You can put on a skit that, that ties into the, the country, and then you make your barbecue. And uh, The last day, people are kind of worn out. Um, so they they set up this area. Oh, there's a music fest kind of at the front end. But the last week, last weekend, Sunday, people bring like a picnic basket and they have an area that's just set open air. This is pre-COVID, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, they have an air show, like old planes fly over. And then they have this guy singing Old Man River, like a deep-voiced guy. I don't know if it's uh, Porgy and Bess or what it's from but uh old man river so like if you're embracing projecting like Pavarotti or someone the the opera tradition i'm most familiar with this memphis in may and that old man river song is a deep voiced but there was a time when the same guy kind of did that performance each year and he was kind of like a Heavy set African American gentleman uh, with a deep voice. Old Man River. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know any of the rest of the song, but but you're right. Uh, I don't rivers. I don't think I could keep that voice up yeah. for the whole podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the one. I remember it being in a Disney thing. Oh, could be. Which, which was probably super racist. Song of the South could be. I've never, I don't know that, that I've a... ever seen Song of the South, but 
I know that old man. I thought I thought Old Man River was like uh, swing low, sweet chariot. It was a slave uh, spiritual, Could but it may be. not have been. I don't. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't want. I don't want to talk about anything like that because in the climate we live in, I'll probably be uh, someone will try to destroy me even more than I'm already destroyed. Yeah, like I'm. I'm already a jet that's crashed into the jungle and has been there mm-hmm. for 30 years. And they're like, well, we better blow that up. Sure. Uh, yeah, to be fair, I'm not embracing any of the cultural iconography of this. It was just a song I was familiar with that had a deep-voiced uh, character. No, I just... And that, that probably uh, speaks to my... Uh, Heritage of uh, uh, race-related behavior. Sure, whatever. I here's here's what I'm getting at. I uh, I accept that in the culture that we live in today, I'm going to get yelled at for things that I did do, mm-hmm. things that I never did, and things that I never even would have thought of, yeah. and and I'm just going to be like, well. What can I do to limit this? And one of those things is just to never, never talk about uh, like these things. Like, even though we're just talking about a song, and then I was talking about a Disney movie, and like yeah. had some vague ideas about it. Like, somebody's gonna be somewhere. It's like you should know that. You should know that. If you don't know that, it's because you're racist. It's because you hate people. I don't need this. You sound like the uh, the guy from the Lord of the Rings, the precious, precious that voice. Pre- precious I mean, conflict. Yes. I mean, I did this. Was this is on our card? If we have cards, uh, the 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 results of the Chauvin trial. Yeah. Which uh, I don't know that I'm into as much as it just feels like we've had the steady stream of. Stories that have just kind of been slow boils. There was the the COVID, which that that was a story that kind of anything that you wanted could be a COVID story. And then there was the, the election, and then there was the, the 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 Capitol building being assaulted, and that you know that yeah. was worthy of coverage, but it seemed to just go on and on. And then the Chauvin trial, which was like two or three weeks of it, and then. The postmortem of it has, has gone on and on. Here is here is a secret that I'm going to tell you. Mm-hmm. Uh, ever uh, as a former member of the media, I shouldn't tell you this. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, there'll probably be a contract on my head. Yeah. But after OJ's trial in '95, yeah, every single news story became something that need they were something that might be OJ again. Like the Chauvin trial was for listeners who don't know what we're talking about. It's the, that was the Minneapolis cop who murdered George Floyd by jamming his neck on or jamming his knee onto Floyd's neck and suffocating him on this video that this, and it was caught live on this video that, uh, a young girl had taken. Um, it was horrible. No one. I, I don't know anyone who looks at that and says that eh, could have been model. That's model policing. No. I, yeah. 
everybody. No I, that. I mean, there there are probably people saying that, but they're dildos. Like, and this was obviously a guy who was drunk on his power, and he was going to prove that he could do something. But what happened is, like, this is the new OJ. Like, we're gonna we're gonna follow every fart and armpit noise out of this thing, and because especially because of what technology we have, like push alerts on our phones and uh, six different kinds of apps. You know, you're going to see it on Twitter all day. It's going to sneak into the, sneak into your TikToks or your, you know, whatever. Well, sure. Twitter uh, had a story about some percentage of Republicans who disagreed with the verdict. And Lindsey Graham said something, which I'm sure, I'm sure was bad because, uh, Lindsey Graham. It, it, it's yeah, because of it, it being Lindsey Graham. Yeah. Um, well, here's here's the thing: uh, the Republicans have to play to these people because they are afraid to have like a moderate moral center. Yeah, like they can't be like I believe in God and uh, I believe in good business sense anymore. They have to be like I believe in God and I believe in good businesses, and then on the side, sort of whisper. Like, also, r- white people are better than other kinds of people, uh, because otherwise they can't win for some reason. That like this this escapism, uh, which it, it, I don't even know why Republicans have to go there because Democrats are so bad at elections. Yeah. Like, like they don't win. Like historically, we've had way more Republican presidents than Democratic presidents, and they don't win. They don't win because they don't have any ideas. Like I, I feel I feel like but, the Democrats know they're not very good because they're cr- trying to cram all this legislation in now ahead of the midterms because it's like, yeah, this is like a blue moon. This is a unicorn. We found this unicorn. We need to slaughter it and eat every cut of meat off this unicorn now. Yeah, uh, we've got a we've got a minute to hold both houses before yeah. uh, before this ever- evaporates uh, into into the air. Uh, the thing that um, uh, I was uh, thinking about was there, you, you know, the comedian David Steinberg? No, no. He, he was a guest on Carson, like Second only to Bob Cope. Oh, uh, but he had he he became sort of infamous on the original Smothers Brothers show <laughs> for okay. he would deliver like fake sermons that were sort of blasphemous. Oh, yeah, uh, but funny. I assume funny. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I've seen them, but. Uh, like so, like CBS was like, "Don't ever he, that guy can come back, but he can't do that again." That's and, good. Yeah. yeah. So like the Smothers, can he, Tom, can he do any yo-yo tricks? You know, can, he can do that. Now Tommy Smothers like come back and do that again. So he did, and they can't. It ultimately led to the cancel, contributed to the canceling of the show. Anyway, this guy was on one of the Carson reruns I was watching the other night, yeah. uh, and. He said, "Everybody in politics is a mem- is one of the three Stooges." <laughs> okay. So, 
So you're either a mo, a hyper aggressive leader mm-hmm. uh, type, yeah, or you're a Larry who's kind of in the middle, has uh, kind of milk toast, or you're mm-hmm. a Curly, you're a moron. Yeah. So like, he was talking about Dan Quayle. Yeah. Like, Dan Quayle wants to be a mo. He's really a Larry on the edge of a Curly. You know, and there's two things about that that's hilarious. One, yeah. that's funny. But two, remember this sweet, innocent age when we thought Dan fucking Quayle would be the worst president ever? What, yeah. what, what halcyon days were, were those were, eh? Yeah. So you look at Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham's a mo, and he's just going to come out and say mo thing. Yeah. Uh, and and so is uh, your girlfriend uh, Nancy Pelosi. She's going to come out and say mo things uh, because they play the game. They're yeah. the, the the problem is Nancy Pelosi's party, uh, the Democrats, should just be renamed the Larrys because they're all just so milk toast. And all of their yeah. if they if they have any mo's. They turn out to be nuts, like AOC or Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Like they're, they're all nuts. So like yeah. nobody's going to go with the Democrat Mo's because it's always like, hey, you know what we got to do? Socialism. No, you got to things. You got to do things slower than that. Like yeah. we just don't. We don't change that quickly. Uh, no, yeah, no one wants a Green New Deal or fifteen dollar minimum wage. That. Like that all sounds good in, in some limited uh, uh, vision of things, you know. Like, just, oh, in this one little uh, kernel of of your imagination, it's good, but it's such a, a wide change. Uh, it just doesn't yeah. make sense. To, to I just want to like the fifteen dollar minimum wage. That sounds great. I just mm-hmm. want I want the other math to go with it, like. Like if if we raise minimum wage to fifteen dollars, then I want to see the spreadsheet that says prices just aren't just going to go up thirteen dollars. Well, they are. Everything's going to go up, and then people on fixed income will be screwed because you've changed you've changed one thing, but nothing else. And right, if you're if you're already in a job, uh, your boss isn't going to be like, oh, prices doubled. Let me give you a raise. You know, yeah, they're not even going to give you a raise. Like if I was. What if I had a job where I made fourteen dollars an hour, yeah. you know, uh, and I get a raise for a dollar, you know? But now a sandwich at McDonald's costs uh, twelve dollars, yeah. like you know. I, uh, I went to Popeyes I, the other night. Oh, we, it was okay. kind of a throwback to our chicken wars thing. I am going to go back to the Chavez trial in a second, but I went to Popeyes, and they were hiring at thirteen dollars an hour. Sure. Uh, which is not a living wage, but as a starter job, not bad. Pretty good, yeah. If you're yeah, in high school not, or... Not bad. Yeah. Uh, and But I did think uh, my meal cost like one hour of their pay. Right. So they are... There is some, you know, carnivorousness to the economy that way. But I get it. Like most people are all gonna, if they work at Popeyes, they're gonna work at Popeyes f- for you know 
while they're in high school to pay for their car insurance and or whatever. And if you're on the edge and you need that job until you can get the next job, then that's that's there too. But the thing about Chavez, the trial, is that the media is completely governed by what people click on. Mm-hmm. And on their websites and people click on this stuff. We know they do because of the social media shares and how it just keeps getting put in front of our face. So if you're a person like, I, I want to be clear. Neither one of us are like, we don't care how that turned out. No, I'm glad that a guy was convicted. He was a son of a bitch. He did an awful thing and it tore up the country more than it was already tore up at a time yeah. when we were already, pretty fucked yeah. out we yeah we need to do better it needed to be covered but it, it does seem like the the oxygen is removed from the room for any of the other stories i used to see on the, the news hour that was like oh well they're doing something on a violinist or uh, uh, machine and tool die workers and Indiana, you know, it's like, oh, well, that wasn't on the agenda. There's nothing that's not already on the agenda. A little variety never killed it. Like, you know, uh, our local newspaper, the one that fired me, uh, or excuse me, laid me off, uh, they they were obsessed with Fruit Loops Pizza. That's at one of the local pizzerias. (laughs) And they had like two or three stories of it in a several day period. Mm -hmm. And and I know exactly how that happened is like, it went crazy on the got uh, some clicks on the clickboard, and they're like, "We got, we got to see how many more mm-hmm. sips we can, how many more sips we can get out of that tea before we, before it's dry." Instead mm-hmm. of saying, "That was a good solid glass of milk," now let's go get something else. Yeah, that, what's next? Yeah, they don't say what's next. They say, "How can we get more out of this?" And well, then, and that's where you, where you're left with this feeling with every news story, not just yeah. the the trial you're left with every news story is like, I, I don't care anymore. You're, you're, you've pushed this in my face so hard and for so long that, you know, like, I don't care if Trump gets reelected. I just want the election to be over. Sure. You know, I, um, uh, I've gotten in the habit of watching PBS programs Sunday morning. There's a finance show. There's Washington week. There's a, a local show, which which I kind of like because it's, it's a, it actually is something that's happening in Memphis. But uh, yeah, they they of course were talking about the Chauvin trial, and uh, it was funny because uh, in the immediate aftermath of the of the trial results, um, there were some stories about how the Raiders had this tone deaf response about oh now we can breathe uh oh the like, oakland raiders owner oh I, I didn't know if it was him or the the media account for the it's, club or what it's, but, whoever the who was the famous guy al davis his son his yeah mike davis yeah. mike davis mike david said i can breathe now yeah. and people went nuts some people went nuts on this guy but in fairness like other football players and LeBron James, you know. Well, that's what I was going to say. This the shows this morning is the brother of um, 
the guy who died, who's yeah. blanking on, um, said something about being able to breathe, and so yeah. did um, uh, Biden. And his, of course, they right. both both of them said, worded it better, but it wasn't a million miles away from. Uh, well, I think but, I think early on after <laughs> when the Raiders guy was taking shit, mm-hmm. the. The, the either the family or other sports figures or maybe both they all said no no we know what he means yeah like yeah. you know you probably it, it was not a clean play at first but he was clearly he on was the clearly, right side of things yeah he clearly had his foot on the bag okay yeah. you know and uh but that's another thing like everybody's looking a, for a ticky tack foul yeah it's just a sign of like did we need the story uh, oh it's well there's some people click on so we're gonna well, I, I think of it, I think of that kind of shit like a a field of groundhogs, and like they start. That's like, oh, is there a chance to cancel somebody? Is there a chance to yell at somebody? They just pop up, start start tweeting, and then and then people are like, no, settle down. There's actual stuff going on here. You, we'll let you know when there's something unimportant to fuck around with. Yeah. Free Britney. Uh, what we're talking about here, though applies across other barriers like one of the things on our list here is there was this proposal you know more about this than i do but as i understand it yeah there was a proposal for the super league in which the best teams from britain and spain and germany and uh europe would create this super league that would i guess play Concurrently, would would replace the championship or Champions League. Well, and, see, you're describing this as if it was well thought out, or there was a plan. <laughs> there, there wasn't. We know it wasn't thought out because it it immediately was squashed. That this was a story that happened. Has it been less than a week that it came I, up and has he, been squashed? He, here's what I know: is that I had texted you something that we'll get into in a minute. And I said, we should talk about this on the podcast. Mm-hmm. By the time we got around to this podcast, it had already been destroyed. So uh, if it had a seven day Less shelf life, yeah. yeah. I mean, in fairness, in fairness, the idea did come against the wishes of Fila, which is a little U- bit like UEFA. A little, or UEFA. Yeah, it's it's a little bit, yeah. my bad, but. Uh, either way, it's a little bit like looking at the spitting in the Godfather's eye, and and expecting this to go well for you. I wouldn't be surprised if some people were were killed because of this. <laughs> uh, well, you, I mean, you've you've watched the two. Uh, uh, what was that thirty for thirty? The two. Uh, yeah, the two Escobars. Yeah, I have not. Yeah, I have got, not watched that, but I I assume clipped. I assume but, they killed the other Escobar. Because of this, even though it didn't have anything, it didn't have anything to do with Europe, it was just the wrong number. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, this is something that has been talked about before. There's been rumblings of a super yeah. league, but basically, you have these rich teams that feel like they're they should be richer than they are because because mm. everyone needs more money and you know a better deal. Um. <laughs> So they're already getting a good deal, but if they form this other thing, they could rig it so that they'd be even better off. Uh, 
it's not certain if it would replace the Champions League because that's what it's most similar to or it would run side by side with it. Um, basically, the way it's done now is, oh, we want it to be fair. You guys get a big chunk, but also these other leagues and even even like Macedonia doesn't even have a, a league. Yeah. But it's, let's give them some money so that they can get – you know, some federation going and develop their talent and develop the game globally, you know, so there's like the, some altruism there. Will the Greek philosophers from Monty Python get a league? I, I hope so. Get a bid in this? Yeah. 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 Uh, sure. I mean, and the, the game does grow. Like, there's an Indian league and a Chinese league that didn't exist um, yeah. um, 10 years ago or five years ago, but it's up and going. It's kind of yeah. sad now, but um, is it sadder than American soccer? Even yeah, it's not, it's not even. <laughs> a, it's, really? I don't th- I don't think it's even at the level of the MLS. Oh, but they spend more money. But uh, I don't know that that it's as good. Anyway, well, the, M- the MLS uh, is the re- retirement home for Premier League players. Yeah, right. you, you gave a contract to someone that. It would be as if uh, there was a Major League Baseball team, yeah. even richer than the Yankees, that wasn't as good, that would take on their, like, uh, A-Rod's contract eight years in. Yeah, that would have been nice. Um, but alas, that doesn't happen. Anyway, so- uh, this was an exciting story for me, e- even though I was uh, dubious. Because yeah. one of the teams was Arsenal, and they used to be a good team, and then they kind of fell onto the fringes of the good team list, and they were, they were kind of on the fringe for a long time. Uh, they were just being held together with twine and uh, failing wire while they were building their stadium. Right. Uh, and then Manchester City came in and kind of bought – bought up a place and then Tottenham got better. So now they're kind of on the fringes, but, but they were in this league. So this would have been a chance for them to hang on to some relevance that they, they, they've really lost. They're right on the edge. So this proposal came up and I texted you about it because I knew like this would be something Paul's interested in and, your life's miserable, my life's miserable, so why not talk about something interesting? And uh, the thing the thing is, I didn't know anything about the soccer proposal. I had mm-hmm. just seen this this uh, thing from the athletic of uh, which is like a frou frou uh, sports website. That a guy named Andy Staples. Mm-hmm. Am, am I loud or quiet? What's going on? Well, you shifted as you often do. We're we're good now. All right. It's the phone. the mm-hmm. The phone does everything except make phone calls. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I had seen this thing by the Athletics Andy Staples called the College Football Super League. Proposed was by the Staples guy, and it had Alabama, Auburn, Clemson, Florida, Georgia, LSU, Michigan, Nebraska, Notre Dame, 
Ohio State, Oklahoma, yeah. Oregon, Penn State, Texas, and USC. And so I thought that was the story. I thought no. somebody had actually proposed this. So I sent no. this to you, and I'm like, holy shit, we got to talk about this. And uh, you're like, no, Dan, this is a soccer story. And I'm like, oh, come on. And then it, But it was. But this is an example of the media shit we were talking about earlier was like, it, the Super League lasted a week, and they and in that period of time, they already had time for, uh, like, fucking it out to, like, well, what if we did a Super League for another story? What if we had a bracket of Super Leagues? Like, yeah. Uh, what if we ranked all of the Super Friends in a Super League? You know? Yeah, there's March Madness with brackets, so then you get in the, let's make a bracket of uh, right. ha- Halloween candy or taco stands in LA, you know, whatever you're into, you just subvert the format to, to do something else and just string it along or I, I don't mind the, the Super Bowl one, right. any other thing. The kitten bowl's better. I don't mind I, I don't mind that like, bracket. Yeah. The different uh, bowls. Yeah. Oh the uh, orange tabby is clearly a superior Kitten to the bangle. I mean, yeah. come on. Uh, I, I, I don't mind. Like we had a Halloween candy talk. We had an Easter candy talk. I don't mind talking about the things that we like. If we want to rank them, we can, I suppose. Although I kind of want to be out of the business of ranking things. Uh, I'm going to be a. I'm going to be a teacher. I'm going to be grading people. Yeah. That'll that'll be enough of that shit. I just want to be after that. But uh, I, I just, it's an example of how, uh, like, I don't know how big of a domestic story the soccer Super League was, but it's like, well, but I know it made it to PTI, where, which is my, which is the one ESPN show I can tolerate, yeah, which, with Mike Wilbon and. Tony Kornheiser, two former Washington Post uh, sports writers, talking about uh, and columnists talking about this thing, and it was clearly had no fucking idea what they were talking about. They were less informed than Bob Levy was all those years. He had to do, had to do like Euro he, Cup. And, he had to talk about soccer. Uh, in fairness, Tim, I feel like he did some reading, but sure. he he had no natural like sense of the game. Uh, just like me, uh, but I do. It the fault of the me the the failure of the media to measure the public's patience for shit is just um, it's indomitable. Yeah, you just can't. Uh, it, but, they just they just can't. Yeah. Stop back, themselves. They're back, they're like they're, back they're when like, there was three networks. Yeah, you, you probably needed to have something that appealed to the broad base, but now everything is splintered. Right. Everyone can have their own little curated thing. Sure. Um, and there's twelve different PTI type shows back to back to back. You know, it's around the horn. Yeah. There was that Jamila Hill show and whatever, which was good until it they got elevated to other things or something. I, I don't know. 
that that seemed like a good use of their time, but it it seemingly fell apart. Um, but yeah, it's like here, talk about this. I, I'm sure they weren't like, oh, we wanted to talk about this. Uh, yeah, I think it was just thrown in front of them. They did their best. Um, so I do want to talk about this proposed college football super league, mm-hmm. which now I know is just a joke. Sure. I knew it was kind of a joke before because it included Nebraska, which has, has Nebraska, been... Yeah, Nebraska is the arsenal of this, this league in the sense that they they used to be good. Now they're like uh, on the fringe. It's it's for your grandfather to be interested in this. It's like, oh, yeah, this is legitimate. It's got Nebraska in it. You know, they played in the game of the century in 1976. Obviously, yeah. uh, this is for real. Here's the problem. I looked this up mm-hmm. uh, when this came when this thing came out. Uh, this top twenty five schools by record, yeah. In since in the last ten years, so two thousand ten season through the two thousand twenty season, mm-hmm. uh, Nebraska isn't in the top twenty five. Yeah. You know, Utah and Iowa are, but not Nebraska. So right. that that makes no sense. Uh, also, Alabama, everybody agrees on that. Clemson, I think everybody can agree on that, at least recently. Uh, then, uh, then I'm looking at like Ohio State, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, they're because right there, Alabama, Clemson, and Ohio State that's one, two, and three on the wins in the last 10 years or uh, last 10 years. But then, and Oklahoma is number four. LSU is number five. Oregon is number six. Florida state, which is not on here is number seven, but Florida, uh, which is 16 is not, uh, is on here. So I don't understand that unless that's league representation or some nonsense. Uh, Georgia is on here. Uh, Wisconsin is not on here. And if you're going to put Ohio State on here, which deserves to be on here, you take Michigan off, you put Wisconsin on there, or at least take Penn State off, because they're not in the top 10 for victory. They're not in the top 25 for wins. Uh, Notre Dame is on here. That was kind of going to happen but see USC is on here but they've been kind of mediocre for a while so that's, uh, if, that's the whole thing there's no clear methodology and in fact if you're writing this article yeah and you're wanting clicks yeah you purposely do a crap job you're right so that people can yeah. uh, debate it uh, right well I, I know that some of this I didn't read the article because I don't yeah. pay for uh, the athletic I did for a while because uh, I want I was looking for somebody to write good things about the Yankees but every mm-hmm. fucking sports story is like this now like five things we learned from last night's game I have, I have a special announcement uh, kind of breaking news here this is this is the last uh, goddamn time I'm gonna use this software to make a podcast mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you're right about the uh, sports writer doing a crap job. Like Texas is on this list. 
but Texas doesn't is anywhere near the isn't on the top twenty five for victories. It's certainly not in the top fifteen. Uh, Penn State's is fifteen. Uh, you know, it's just uh, it's all dumb. Uh, yeah. Well, this guy did it, and uh, ESPN they had like four or five different journalists doing their own super league. So they added some people or took some off. Yeah. Uh, it's all kind of silly. Cause this isn't happening. The, the only similarity between this and the, and the soccer league thing is that the fans had something they liked and, and they've, they've decided to screw it up or think about screwing it up. Yeah. You know, I, I think we both like the old bowl system, uh, but before they, they changed it around here recently. Right. Um, my, my own opinion on this kind of silly thing is that um, it's just football. It's not like how good is uh, a university sports program? You know, how big is their athletic department? Just generally. Well, not uh, a, and, I, I, and I mean, it doesn't consider like how big is the football stadium. So I'm not a Tennessee fan because they're kind of uh, – pompous my, sure. my state's fans but uh, they would have a good argument for being like oh you know the women's basketball is good the men's basketball is good Olympics track you know Willie Galt part of him going to Tennessee was the track program the stadium Elon Stadium is very yeah. big it's got a big tradition uh, they're, they're actually a good candidate for something like this but yeah. uh, uh, it it just all comes down to your your methodology. Well, the only uh, I don't I don't think Stanford is technically the Ivy League, but maybe it is. I don't know. Yeah. But the only they're the only school that has good sports mm-hmm. in all of those high end. Well, USC is. Uh, uh, no, what's the is USC well, the private one? It is. There, there yeah. are UCLA has very good sports well, that's programs a, across a wide range of things. What I'm getting at is they're a state school, but sure, sure. Uh, what I'm getting at is like Harvard, Yale, like they're they have sports, but they're not going to play them if there's a if there's flu season. Is it really intense? <laughs> uh, they're yeah. they they're the, these are the best schools in the world, theoretically. Nobody's like, "Hey, how did Harvard do in football?" No one cares. You're going. To, you're not going to Harvard for that. Uh, and you know, like Iowa spends a lot of money on its Iowa and Iowa State spend a lot of money on their athletic departments relative to other things that they're doing, and they're not. Uh, nobody's when you think about the University of Iowa. You might be like, oh, they have that writing school or, oh, they have, yeah. uh, you know, I don't know what you think about when you think about those schools when well, I live here. But, you do, uh, yeah, you do want like, um, like the SEC has Vanderbilt, which is horrible, but it's uh, a relatively good school for academics. Um, isn't Vanderbilt a school that just one day said, fuck it, we're not doing sports? They did. I'm just saying that they have. Uh, good academics. There's Northwestern. 
Like yeah. they're they're kind of an outlier, uh, but they have good academics. Stanford is kind of an outlier, but they've they've actually they're actually kind of um, the exception to the rule in terms of actually right. being pretty good. I was kind of rude for Northwestern. <laughs> I would. Here's my joke. I'd, I'd say that Colorado should be included because <laughs> that's the school you you want to play. You know to 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 get your um, your pot supply. <laughs> load, up, um, load up the load up the team plane with edibles. Yeah, yeah. Ex- except that's probably more widespread. You know the yeah. cannabis laws have been, been uh, spread they, out. Do they got the weed in Tennessee yet? I think Arkansas has it. So yeah. you know we're right on the border for several states. But it, Illinois has it yeah. next to next to us. I, and the reason I ask this is not because I'm interested in getting high, because I'm old enough to drink. Uh, what I'm interested in is, is it's supposed to be good for pain relief. And both yeah. of us before this uh, show were grousing about our various middle-aged, uh, you know, uh, aches yeah. and pains. My yeah, my I do, knee, I my knees hurt all the time. Yeah, you, I do you have would, some. C- CBD oil, which is non-narcotic, it's it's more medicinal. Yeah. Uh, and when I have, you just put it under your tongue and you let yeah. it dissolve for thirty seconds. It actually has been helpful the, the times I've used it. Yeah. Uh, just as an aside. That's interesting. I think CBD oil. I don't know if we're we're there yet uh, because the way they here's what happens in our legislature is the only way you can make the case for pot Mm -hmm. because they're all ditto heads from the Reagan era is the only way you can make a case for pot is you have to, you have to trot out some child who has some horrible seizure disorder and then, and then say, well, the CBD oil helps my kid. Yeah. Uh, but bringing it into the state makes me a criminal. Mm hmm. And it's it's just it's maddening because what you want to be able to say is let them get high. Like, let's let's do all the things we can to make people feel better. Yeah, let them get high. Like let's take let's take that part of the drug trade out of the gutters and out of the streets and put all the guns away and just run down to your local you know uh, wall blunt store. And uh, get get what you need, yeah. and uh, I think you know, that's best, like, best blunt is the story. Best blunt, better. That's better. Yeah, yeah. good job. Uh, like I, I just I don't want to get high. Uh, I spend a lot of money on my uh, medicine to keep my brain in the quasi working condition that it is, yeah. and. And I probably would be like, I'm going to be a teacher, so they probably yeah. have they probably have like you know piss tests for that. Sure, sure. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna roll the dice on that. What I'm saying though is, uh, God damn it, just like all these states that have it have made tons of money, yeah, off of this. Why shouldn't we get on this action? Like we finally got casinos. And, you know, remember where there's like only two places in the country you could gamble was like Atlantic City on the East Coast 
and Vegas uh, on the west. Yeah. And then and then s- slowly through our childhood, they're like, well, how about a riverboat? And, and then they like in Iowa, we we did a riverboat. Sure. Uh, we well, we you got we you guys ties to the Mississippi. It's very good. Right. We did. Well, in Iowa, what we did was the first thing we did was a horse track, which fucking no one went to and it went bankrupt immediately. So they were like, uh, well, what if we put some table games and slot machines in there? Oh, all of a sudden it's making hand money hand over fist. So they allowed for like riverboat gambling. But, and they used to have all these stupid rules that they've since done away with. But one of the rules was to to honor Iowa's riverboat tradition. Heritage, sure. Here, yeah, it's heritage. The boat had to go uh, uh, like unmoor from the dock and go and be, you know, on the uh, on on the river for like an hour or something every day. Right. Here's the problem. Here's so here's what people would do is they'd be like. We're gonna go and we're gonna put a casino. So what we would do in Iowa is we would just say, "Well, we want a riverboat casino," uh, but we would put it in some some county that was nowhere near a river, mm-hmm. and they would just build a lake. <laughs> okay. And they would ride around this lake, and after a while, they're like, "This seems silly." Uh, and now they're just building regular casinos, although they rarely grant licenses to casinos. But the whole do, point is... Do, the- do you have a local Indian population that benefits we, from, from this? We do have one tribe that has, a, yeah. I think just one, that has the Meskwaki tribe. Good. They started with bingo and then they went all out. Uh, Three, three-sixteenth Cherokee Indian, I, I support our Native American culture. Uh, good. Uh, I, I hope I eventually get a check, even though I I, I don't look uh, Indian or have suffered at all. Uh, yeah, you've suffered, but want, not you've not suffered in the proper from... way. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't want you culturally appropriating on my podcast. I uh, just want, I just like checks. I, you know, I, I do. I do get old checks, which I guess is something yeah. from my Oklahoma heritage. But yeah, they were, I, sto- uh, they were stolen from the uh, Native Americans we forced to go there. It, it, yes, uh, I, I, I do have a couple jokes before we get too far afield. Yeah, go ahead. You, <laughs> you're saying that Iowa hadn't gotten on board yet with this cannabis trade, right? Um, and you said that you needed to find some helpless kid to to, yeah. to, uh, to help sell this idea. Yeah. And I feel like this kid should be like, yeah, you know, I scored a touchdown in the Nebraska uh, spring game. And I, you know, that didn't cure the cancer. And then I was applauded from the, the, the stands at Kinnick Stadium. And, you know, that didn't cure the cancer. How about, how about we try some drugs? <laughs> Uh, see, see how that does. <laughs> some people, some people are going to come looking for you, Paul. Can't, With those, those jokes, are, those wow. are things you can't make fun of. The Nebraska uh, spring game. My my friend was having some surgery mm-hmm. at the. Uh, she broke some bones in her foot. She lives in the. She's having some surgery at the I, Iowa City Hospital, and I asked if 
the football players were gonna wave at her, but yeah. I got I got no response. Yeah. I don't even know if we're friends anymore now. Yeah. Uh yeah, so I'm I'm on board with uh the weed just uh, into whatever form you can get it a CBD just to see if it takes the edge off of uh the the pain a little bit. Mm-hmm. Speaking, uh, that, that'd be of, nice. Speaking of our honored Native American population. Oh God. Uh the Washington football team, they're looking to um honor honor our heritage. Oh yeah. With a name. It's acceptable. Yeah, let, me, let me see if I can move the phone without disconnecting the podcast. You know you know what could be the problem? My uh my phone is the, the storage of it is, oh. is filled up and I, I don't know why that is, but I'm probably saving things I don't care about through some setting. Probably. Well you take all those pictures, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the food products I bought at Whole Foods. Uh, yeah. Let's see if I can find it here. Uh, wait. You've prepared something on this Washington football team thing? There. Do I, do I need uh, to fill time for this? No. Uh, there's an actual list. Oh. Uh. Well, I'll say right off the bat, I think they just should keep Washington football team. That's what the PTI guy said, and I kind of agree. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I don't love the logo, yeah. but uh, uh, you know, we, why we, not? We're the Memphis Grizzlies here in Memphis. Yeah, which it used to be the Vancouver Grizzlies, maybe. Uh. Some Canadian team that's dark. And yeah. they were like, oh, do we want to rename this? And it's like, you know, we there's bears in this part of the country. Yeah. We're fine with this. We don't want to put any work in to, uh, to changing this around. Uh, so, so I appreciate the laziness of my community and just being like, no, it seems like a lot of work. Uh, just keep keep what we've got. Uh, I had this. I always like the Utah Jazz. You know, they used to be the New Orleans Jazz. Yeah, and it's like, hey, we embrace the uh, you know the odd rhythms and the culture of jazz here in Utah. We're just going to keep that. Uh, that that's us. So apparently there were almost 40,000 teams. Uh, so apparently there were almost 40,000 team name suggestions. Mm-hmm. And some of them are funny. Like I, I don't mind this. I don't. I don't think it fits with their color scheme. But one one little boy wrote in the Washington Rhinos. Okay. Uh, which was kind of 
there's you know the kid drew a little logo uh and then there was a bunch of military ones like the washington regiment regiment which had like the capitol dome and a cannon and uh the uh, washington monument uh there was the washington red wolves which uh Are, are there red wolves uh, I think in anime. Uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, but uh, the it feels more like a high school name. Yeah. Uh, they had the Washington Atlantics with with a and the the logo is kind of neat. Yeah. Uh, but it's with a wave theme. But I mean, I feel like. Washington isn't really on the Atlantic, so I don't I don't quite yeah. understand that one. Uh, There's a lot of um, uh, tickets given out. You know, it's a political town, and yeah. there's uh, there's the politicians, but then there's also the people that are trying to influence them. I'm I'm forgetting their names. The lobbyists. Uh of the Washington envelopes, you know, and the, yeah. the helmet. The helmet could just have the envelope with cash and the tickets, kind of uh, <laughs> sticking out the side of the envelope. Yeah. Uh, some people went all the way out, like uh, they want to call them the Washington Warriors, but then they included some, uh, like. Uh, it was an arrow with a feather on it. It's like, no, no, we just, we just, we just, uh, we just went through this, mm-hmm. uh, this bullshit. Like, let's not, uh, uh, here, here's 37 names. The Washington Aces. No, the Washington Ambassadors. Like, how do you get, how do you get juiced up if your name's Ambassador? Like, like the, the, it feels like the team's going to go out there and they're going to negotiate a first down. You know, like what? Uh, the Washington Anchors. Well, I, I like the Ambassadors because it's like they get tackled and it's like, uh, you know, our running back is diplomatic immunity. You can't touch him. Yeah. He, he also committed this crime earlier. Yeah. He's, he's not going to be investigated for that either. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's gonna be he's gonna be recalled by his home state though. So, uh, all the way you can be if that happens, you get recalled by your college. Sure, you go you go back to uh, uh, you go back to Oklahoma for sure. another year. Yeah. Uh, the anchors, yeah, like like uh, you know a ship. Uh, there's right. uh, the archers. The Armada, Aviators, Beacons, Belters, I assume is in Beltway. Yeah. Brigade, Commanders, Defenders. I don't mind Defenders so bad. Demon Cats. Uh, First City Football Club. Here's the the problem with that. It's Washington, D.C. is not the first city. It's not. 
So I like that, the demon. I like the demon cats because I feel like you just yeah. put different, you know, Pelosi's on there, and um, I think you just draw a little. I just think you just draw a little kitty cat, but have red eyes, just de- devilish red eyes. Uh, Griffins, mm-hmm. which is that's too far. That's too far into the mythology, you know. The, oh. Lions with wings, no. Yeah. Guardians, icons, majors. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know why you'd want to be a rank lower than general. Yeah. Uh, but then you already you already had the Washington Generals. Well, the Washington Generals aren't they the team that plays the uh, Harlem Globetrotters? And lose, yeah. 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 Well. Uh, <clears throat> See, icons, majors, monarchs, pilots, presidents, uh, Razorbacks, which I feel like Arkansas would We've already be, got those, yeah. Would be like, yeah, we're going to sue. Can uh, it just be the razor blades, you know? You have Mary and Barry on the helmet. You get it. Everybody gets a free cup of razor blades when they have to watch a full season of these guys. How about the, uh, the Washington Clean Needles? <laughs> <laughs> clean Needles, huh? Uh, let's see. The for, Red Tails. Now, that's kind of interesting because, of course, the Red Tails were the Tuskegee Airmen. Oh. Um, and that's the Tuskegee Airmen is kind of that would be honoring those guys, but one, Tuskegee is not in Washington. Uh, And two, uh, I don't know if it's the right move to go from a thing that clearly wasn't honoring a group of people to trying to do that uh, with your football team. Maybe you should get your football teams out of that business altogether and just have dumb names. The aforementioned Red Wolves, Red Hogs. This is the only one I kind of like, and here's why: they the best, uh, the best Redskins teams. Excuse me, Washington football teams were they were Gibbs, and they they had the Hogs. Right, they had those plows of offensive lines. Yeah, were, John John Riggins, you know, was right. a big guy. Backfield. Yeah. Then you had and the Smurfs. They they were so good, the uh, the Hogs that they could make Mark Rippon and Ernest Biner look like a good quarterback running back combination. Yeah. And who was that? Who was that receiver they had that caught like nine million passes? Moses. Well, Art Monk. Kyle Art Monk. Monk. Yeah. But they had three of them. Um, and the other two were pretty good. Yeah. Uh, they, they had a, quit, uh, a group of uh, players that were very good receiving core. I remember Ernest Biner was very hard to tackle. Well, he, uh, he, he didn't play that long with the Redskins. Uh, he, he, most of his career was... I did not know that. I, I think I only knew him from his Super Bowl sure. year. Uh, renegade. So, like, I could appreciate the hogs, but that feels like an Iowa team. Like, we have more pigs per capita. We have more pigs than humans. It's like twelve 
Yeah. Maybe it might be 20 to 1 at this point. Like, yeah, you back off the hog names. Uh, Renegades, Riders, Rising. I don't even know. Washington Rider. Rising. The, the Riders, is that like a, a rider you put on a bill? Uh, yeah. Like here's here, here's some pork pork we're adding to the bill. Maybe that's yeah. the kind of hog it is. Uh, yeah. Uh, Royals, which again, I feel like Kansas City, the baseball team, would have something to say about that. Uh, also, we fought a war to get away from royalty. Uh, rubies, which isn't that Russian currency or is that rubles? Rubles. I, I like the rubies because you put um, Johnny Cash on the helmet or whoever, who, don't take your love to town. Or is that Kenny Rogers? Did he talk about ruby? Uh, ruby. Yeah. Don't take don't your take love your to town. Down. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Kenny Rogers. Here, if this references what I hope it references, I kind of like this. The Washington Swifts. Like, if it references Taylor Swift, like, I would, like, if, if she has to perform at every game, I would become a Washington Fan. football team. Sure. Yeah, I'd be like, all right. But, I mean, I would leave immediately after whatever she's saying. I'd be like, well, that's yeah. enough of that. Uh, Warriors, same problem. Uh, Washington, D.C. football club. So, to be the D.C. F.C., I don't mind that so much. Or the... It's very, it's very soccer-y. Because a lot yeah. of the soccer teams have the FC at the end. Uh, right, Cat Washington Capital City Football Club, the CCFC. Now yeah. they're just taking it too far. Yeah. The the Wayfarers, which I think that's in some. <laughs> is that the is that like the the online furniture place? Uh, way it, it may be, but I think Wayfair, the Wayfarers. We got what you do. We got wasn't what, that a, just what you need. Wasn't that in Don Henley's Boys of Summer? After the wayfarers have gone. Could be. And they've got wild hogs. And this I don't understand at all. It may be soccer code. 32 FC. W, and then in parentheses they have W32. I don't know what the 32 is. I don't know either. Uh, I, I, look, I feel like I feel like if your logo mm-hmm. or your name need you need to look at it twice to know what it is, you failed. Uh, but the There's the Washington a... <laughs> the Washington football club is fine. Their football yeah. team is fine. Uh, if you want, if you're worried that people are going to be confused that it's somehow that the team formerly known as the Redskins has moved to Washington State. Maybe go with the Washington D.C. football club, but uh, <laughs> otherwise, I feel like the football team is fine. Uh, they've taken a knee on their racism problem, at least that racism problem. Uh, I don't know. They they do a thing in German soccer clubs, so maybe it's like Schalke nineteen. Yeah. And the and the nineteen means they were founded in nineteen nineteen. Oh. So maybe the thirty two was like the year. Uh, well, maybe that's the number of lawsuits that the 
the cheerleading squad has filed against the uh, the owner. You know, thirty two yeah. of them. We just I, update that every once in a while. I just don't know. Yeah. Uh, what it means. Uh, was there some great player who wore thirty two? Was that that was was that the uh, was that Joe Theismann's pain scale <laughs> on a scale of one to ten? It's a thirty two. Well, we've probably signed thirty two different uh, uh, treaties with the Indian Affairs Bureau. You know, and we've revised them uh, down thirty two times. So the the Wedskins they had two quarterbacks. They had uh, Theismann, who had that horrible injury that bent his foot back, and it was just it was just off. I watched that live. I remember seeing that. Talked about it all day the next day in fifth grade. Like it was just horrible. Okay. Uh, I did not see the Alex Smith one. Like twenty years later, yeah. or thirty years later, whatever it was in two thousand eighteen, when. Uh, when he had the injury, but he came back from it, played a season and quit. But here's what I did see, not live, but just kind of in a honey boo boo. Oh, I wish I had never seen that way. Yeah. Uh, this guy named Weedman, and I don't know anything about UFC. I don't watch it. I don't pay attention to the fights. I don't pay attention to the fighters. I've been exposed to this Conor McGregor guy yeah. way more than I ever wanted to be because he's annoying and loud. And if this is how the Irish are, I just, just stay away from me. <laughs> uh, but anyway, he uh, this guy is fighting, and he does what looks to me to be a pretty basic kick on the other dude. Right. He's fighting, and then you don't. It doesn't look like anything is wrong yeah. until he puts his weight on the foot. Yeah. And then it just it Falls just apart. Ro- no, it like the leg just sort of rolls up midway uh, through the lower leg, like like it's fucking Gumby. Yeah, it, it's just like it's like it's made out of bendable material, and he just goes flat down on the mat, and they and immediately like the UFC camera is like whoop, not gonna. But of course they showed it again, I'm sure. But yeah. like on Twitter the meme was out there. And the first time I saw it, I, I just about came out of my skin. It was just so gross. Uh, and I, you know, I'm not one of these guys like, you know, UFC is worse than boxing or whatever. You know, if you do this, you, you know what the risks are. Uh, and that's, that looks pretty horrible, but I saw the highest, the Theismann thing years ago. And I remember thinking, that's the worst thing I've ever seen. I saw the replays of the uh, Alex Smith thing, and I thought that was pretty horrible, but not as horrible as Theismann. But maybe that's just because I saw it when I was a kid. Uh, But this thing is the worst sports injury I've ever seen. Like, I would, uh, like, I would, I told you earlier today, like, if you can stomach it, you can find it. But I would not like rush out to get it, to get an eyeful of that. Cause it is, whoa, it is ow. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I would never work in the medical field because I, uh, I'm very squeamish. 
Yeah. Uh, I, I will try and pivot the conversation to Arsenal, you know, just because everything is Arsenal. Uh, sure. For me. They, uh, did they have a, did they have a bad, bad injury? Well, um, or you just the, don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> Arsenal, um, pre Arsene Wenger, who's the, the, the kind of a very successful coach in modern times. Yeah. They, they were the traditional, uh, English club. They, they were kind of frugal. There was like one, the other, the Arsenal, they would score a goal and then be defensive. Um, uh, just kind of a well-run conservative t- team. And then, um, this guy took them over and he introduced stuff like proper diet and training and, um, which was not common in the English Premier League at the time. Now, now everyone's doing it. Um, but he he was kind of the tiki taka coach yeah. too, in the sense of like not playing the long ball, playing very stylish uh, passing and intricate. Uh, and when you do that, uh, when, you know, when you play the long ball, it's like you're putting a cross in, so you have these big, tall, thuggish players, and th- these are very small, technical players. Uh, so, so they would tend to get bullied because uh, they're all smaller players, and uh, they've had some injuries like that. They've, they've had at least two, two seasons, and I'm a recent Arsenal fan, so I don't know if it's overblown, but there was one season they were doing quite well, and their striker – had his leg broken and that kind of uh, 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 the, the season tailed off for him. They had another player who got their leg broken and I don't think he was a crucial element of the team, but it was like, uh, it was just a, like, oh, uh, dirty play against Arsenal. The, mm-hmm. the refs don't stand up for us uh, kind of a situation. You know, if you're good, they stand up for you. Like, yeah, LeBron gets six steps. Uh, <laughs> Arsenal, you might get a call once in a while if you'd score a fucking goal. Yeah, I don't know why uh, they they don't quite get the the calls. Uh, they're in London mm-hmm. with all the other big teams, so it's sure. not like there's some bias against them being you know a minor market. Uh, for for a while, the guy was French, you know, and kind of a feat. Uh, he, he wasn't like a big, uh, angry guy like Sir Alex Ferguson. Sure, uh, playing the media, but uh, uh, anyway, I feel like we got a lot in here. Uh, yeah, we did it without breaking our legs. Uh, well. Right, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna see what the legality of that CBD oil is here, yeah. uh, and and you know what we did this without me falling asleep, which uh, yeah. yeah, which is a bonus. Uh, what what's what's on for Sunday dinner? Uh, pizza. It's a uh, just a frozen pizza. It'll probably oh. be a salad well, with it. Something nice and easy. Yeah. Are you call, a, do you watch the 60 Minutes, or do you watch the... What do you watch on Sunday? We watch news in the morning, but not uh, not uh-huh. at night. There's 
if if there's a masterpiece theater on, oh, we watch that. But they've been doing uh, Atlantic Crossing, yeah, which is the the real life story of uh, the Nor Norway uh, princess coming to America and FDR being her friend, and that kind of led us into World War uh, Two. Oh, it was. Like being her friend, is that in quotes? Uh, I think he was like hot for her. Like yeah. his marriage with uh, Eleanor Roosevelt was kind of on the rocks. Well, he had a he had a uh, mist, he had he had a mistress. Yeah, but they always he she was always portrayed as his nurse, but he yeah. it was actually his mistress. Yeah. And Eleanor was gay. Sure, uh, most historians believe. But she still, she may have been bi, I don't know. She she was very hurt by his infidelity, is what I've always read. My mom was saying that, um, I don't know if she heard this, or it was in one of the, some books she was reading, where um, there was some event with, like, the, uh, whatever that group was during the Depression, the uh, CCC, or the Conservative, you know, like the Tennessee Valley Authority. Yeah, that, well, that was kind of one of the more famous yeah. projects that got people working during the sure. Depression. Um, and I was like, she was going to be there for it. And I was like, her nickname was uh, everywhere Eleanor because she was always yeah uh, doing stuff. Um, well, when your husband's basically a paraplegic, yeah, you've got to. Uh, Got to do a little legwork. She she had very high approval ratings in the country. Eleanor, yeah, uh, true true story. And you're gonna hate this because it's a Des Moines fact. Based in Iowa, yeah, it's a Des Moines fact, but it's a Drake fact. So maybe you can have like some residual pride. Right. Uh, El- Eleanor Roosevelt uh, spoke at Drake uh, yeah. a, a couple of times in the uh, like I think maybe 1940 was one of the times. So, so yeah, uh, there's no reason to hate that. She came to, she came to Drake. Right on. Just like you and I did. She didn't yep. stay as, she didn't stay as long. Four years. Yeah. She, she didn't stay. She didn't stay as long. She moved on yeah. as, as we have we, and as, as, as we now shall move on. So from Des Moines, I'm Daniel. Uh, from Memphis, both. Both, both fans of the Mississippi River. <laughs> Different points on the Mississippi River. What, where, where my pee goes is eventually gets to Paul. Yeah. Yep. Uh, want you want to send us out of here on a good note? Well, be, be kind, behave, respect your local waterways, <laughs> uh, your local Native American populations. Uh, yeah. Follow and, the news. And for God's sake. Don't try to start a stoop super league. Oh. All right. God bye, buddy. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>